You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Tuesday afternoon. Now let's turn to our first topic and guest of today,、uh, which is guardianship of children. Now, if you're,、um, if you and your partner and children live in Hong Kong and don't have extended family here, then what happens to your children should you both get sick and have to be hospitalised? Like times like these,、uh, if you get the coronavirus and you and your husband or your wife both get ill,、um, what happens to your children? Well, to tell us a little bit more about this, we are joined by Asa Wilkins from Phoenix Wills.、Uh, welcome to the program, and thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, Asa. Thank you, and thank you for having me.、Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm actually currently in self quarantine,、um, but yeah, hanging in there. Oh, don't worry. Not long to go. F- few more days, or another week to go. About another week and a bit. Oh well, listen to the radio and watch lots of Netflix and maybe catch up with with some busy work. I'm sure this is a busy time、uh, for you also, Asa, because this is a question that I've seen,、uh, which is on people's minds. A lot of forums, a lot of、uh, groups are, are discussing this. So, so let's jump right in.、Um, for expats、uh, living in Hong Kong, who, like I said, have no family here, and if both parents are hospitalized、uh, due to perhaps COVID nineteen, then what usually happens to their children? Well, the short answer is we don't actually really know、um, because it seems that the government doesn't really have guidelines for what happens.、Uh, so I've heard of cases of parents being quarantined、uh, without the children. I've heard of a case where a child was hospitalised、uh, without the parents being allowed in.、Wow. Uh, I've recently had a, an acquaintance who,、um, where one spouse was、uh, taken off to hospital, confirmed positive.、Uh, And the other spouse and the children、um, were allowed to stay at home、wow. uh, and just self quarantine at home. So we don't really know what will happen. You know there are different types of、uh, guardianship as well. I, I was looking、uh, into it. There's something called the permanent,、uh, temporary, and living guardian、uh, guardians. Can you sort of explain to us what are the different categories and what do they mean? Yes. So in Under normal circumstances,、uh, usually you would appoint、uh, temporary and permanent guardianships for your children if、um, if both parents passed away. So someone who can step in and take the children in that case. So the permanent guardianship would be、uh, the people you want to look after your children until they turn 18. If those people don't live in the same country as you, you need to then also appoint temporary guardians. So someone on the ground who can look after the kids until the permanent guardian can fly in. So usually the、uh, uh, temporary guardian has to be in the same city as as you basically because they are the immediate people who should something happen to 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 the parents they are the people that your children will go to. Exactly, that's correct. Yeah, instead of going into state care, so so you appoint your friend or your neighbour,、uh, just someone who lives in Hong Kong、uh, who can take the children. That's right. And in terms of guardianship, it's something that's incorporated as part of the will, or is it separate? How how does it work? It can be both. So it, it、uh, usually you would make an appointment of guardians in your will. It should then be backed up with a deed of appointment of guardianship because that just gives the guardian immediate access to your children. They don't have to wait for the will to be found and presented to the court.、Uh, with the deed, they can approach the authorities and and take control of the、uh, of the children immediately. What happens if somebody doesn't have a temporary guardian? Say, for example,、um, you know, if, you know, if for example, the guardians of my children will be my husband's、uh, brothers and sisters in Australia, and we don't have、um, a, a temporary guardian here in Hong Kong. What would happen to them? 
then unfortunately your child would uh, probably end up in state care until the permanent guardian flies in. So even if it is only a day or two, ending up in an orphanage in Hong Kong can be quite traumatizing for a young child who's just lost both parents. Uh, so it really is very, very important to appoint temporary guardians. Can uh, domestic helpers be that temporary guardian? For example, you know, now if both parents get COVID-19 and they have to be hospitalized, the children usually just live at home with the helpers. Um, can can domestic helpers be a, a temporary guardian? Uh, in the case of a living guardianship, uh, yes. But ideally, we recommend that you don't appoint a helper as a temporary guardian in any case. Uh, not put any legal responsibility on the helper. Uh, if if the case is that the parents pass away, then her contract ends immediately. The minute her employer passes away, her contract ah, yes, ends. So she's not. Yeah. So even though a helper is normally the most appropriate choice, really, because she is the next closest person to our children, um, legally it's not necessarily a good idea. It can cause problems for her. Uh, another issue is, of course, that. Uh, helpers don't have a high regard in Hong Kong, uh, so they could be facing problems uh, with the authorities as well. So I would normally say appoint a a friend or a a colleague or a neighbor, someone else, to have the legal responsibility, but then we can include provisions so the helper can actually stay in your home and help look after the kids, but she's not legally responsible. Yes, I see what you mean. Um, you must see a lot of clients th- these days as well. What are some of their concerns uh, to do with these sort of uncertainties, such as COVID-19? Yeah, right now it is, of course, uh, ending up in the hospital uh, in isolation or in quarantine or simply the families being split up because there are a lot of what-ifs out there. So uh, what we're doing now for a lot of our clients is we're setting up living guardianship. So that's a document where you appoint someone to be legally responsible for your children if you're unable to care for them for any reason other than having passed away. So it could be, uh, in this case, if you're in hospital or if you're quarantined, uh, sort of longer term, it could also apply if uh, if both parents had been in an accident, one had passed away, one was in a coma, uh, or it could even just cover if you went on a weekend away without the kids, uh, that you have someone legally responsible for the children. Uh, and someone who can then make medical decisions also for the kids if needed. Oh, I see. So can the living guardian make any medical decisions for for, for the children if needed, once they've been appointed? Yes, uh, if it's done properly. Uh, usually a living guardian wouldn't get the same uh, exact parental rights that you, as you would get if you were appointed when someone passes away. If you pass away, your guardian has the same rights and obligations as you do as a parent. But as a living guardian, you are just looking after the kids temporarily in legal capacity. So you need to include also provisions to allow this person to make medical decisions for your child. Uh, okay. And is there a time frame for these living guardians? How do we sort of uh, evaluate? How do we sort of have have an activation date and then um, and then have it cancelled at a certain point? How, how does it work? So it would be activated by you no longer being able to look after your children. That is, if you were whisked away to hospital or if you were in this accident and you were in a coma, then it takes effect. And then as soon as you either are ready to look after your children again or unfortunately pass away, then um, then it ends at that point. So if, if the case mm-hmm. was that the parent had passed away, then the uh, testamentary guardianship made in the uh, in the will would take effect instead.
Yeah. Asa, going back to something you mentioned just now about some of the, 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 the cases you've heard. So in the cases that you've heard, uh, one parent or both parents are in the hospital or, or one is and, and who's looking after their children? In the cases I've heard, it has been one parent only. So the kids have been allowed to stay at home with the other parent. Oh, okay. Then that that'd be much more straightforward. You've not seen any cases where they've both been in the hospital, Touchwood. Uh, not with parents, no. Uh, there has been a case where the child uh, was hospitalised uh, and isolated, where the parents weren't allowed in until they kicked up a bit of a fight. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like you said in, in, in your post uh, in, in, a, in a forum, you know, you wish you didn't have, uh, there was no need for services like this. But unfortunately, <laughs> there is a need um, and, a, and a huge demand at this moment because of the yeah. uncertainty. And, uh, you know, we're on the brink of an outbreak. We just don't know if if both parents will unluckily um, catch COVID-19 and have to be hospitalized. Mm. Yeah, and finally, and that's why sorry, is, go on. Oh, sorry, that's why it is important then to make sure that if the worst were to happen, that you have at least done all you can to secure your children by setting up these documents. Absolutely. Um, you also mentioned that that there is a form. Is there a guardianship form on the government website? Is the government also actively promoting this? Uh, yes and no. Uh, the guardian uh, the guardianship form on the government website is uh, to appoint permanent guardians only. It doesn't. The government hasn't made any provisions for experts, for example, people in Hong Kong with no direct family here to appoint temporary guardians, nor have they made any provisions for us to appoint living guardians. So the, so the only form that's available on the government website is to appoint permanent guardianship. Yes, um, and, and so people shouldn't use that because that's a permanent guardianship rather than a living or temporary one. Yeah, so I've, I've, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with this form because of, unfortunately... <laughs> A lot of people uh, try to use it and modify it a bit so it covers the situation that they want to cover. It doesn't work that way with government uh, forms. You can't just add words um, if it's not asked for in, in the form itself. So, so you have to be very careful that you use that form for the correct purpose, but not for any other purpose. Definitely. Well, um, our listeners will know where to go if, if, if they need to appoint a guardianship, a guardian for, for their children. Uh, so remind our listeners once again how they can find out more about you and Phoenix Wills. Have you got a website or a Facebook page? We have both. We have a website called uh, www.phoenix-wills.com uh, and we also have a Facebook page. I think you linked it in your, on your <laughs> Facebook. That's right. I think it's, it's Phoenix Wills Hong Kong. I, I, don't actually know. That's a bit embarrassing. You're right. <laughs> Phoenix Wills HK. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, oh, obviously on on our website we have a lot of information of these uh, on these documents. Excellent. Well, as ever, thank you so much for your time today, Asa. You've answered so many uh, questions I'm sure our listeners have on their mind. Thank you very much indeed for your time. And that's uh, Asa Wilkins from Phoenix Wills uh, giving us an update on what to do if, if you and your spouse both need to be hospitalized because of an illness and you need to appoint a guardianship uh, for your children. Many thanks once again for your time, Asa. Thank you.